Hey, what's up, listeners? My name's Tyler, and you're listening to Horror is Home podcast. I'm going to be discussing the most recent episode of Chucky, titled Just Let Go. I'll catch you up to speed from last week's episode with a brief summary, and then after a short break, we'll go into the plot. If you're not caught up, I recommend you check out the first two episodes for free on YouTube, or you can watch all the episodes so far on the Sci-Fi app. Last week, we saw Jake actually consider taking Chucky's advice on how to be a killer. After a couple of lackluster attempts, Jake allows Chucky to handle the situation. He gives the doll to Lexi for her younger sister, Caroline. Chucky uses this opportunity to prey on Lexi at a party while her parents are away. He accidentally stabs her classmate, Oliver, and proceeds to kill him. He attacks Lexi by surprise in a room, which abruptly catches on fire while the rest of the party is going on downstairs. Chucky is seen laughing, surrounded by the flames as Lexi screams. We also got more of Chucky's backstory as a child when he witnessed his father's murder by an intruder, and Chucky killed his own mother while hiding. I'm going to take a quick break, then we can talk about the fourth episode of Chucky. Following the events of Lexi's party in last week's episode, the story opens up with Jake arriving at the hospital. We see Oliver's parents mourning the death of their son, Devin is being bandaged up, Caroline is in intensive care, and an unharmed Lexi confronts Jake about Chucky being alive. Jake admits to Lexi that he asked Chucky to hurt her. She threatens to tell her parents, but Jake tells her that anyone that claims that Chucky's alive ends up being locked up or dead. Devin's mom questions him, asking if Jake was at the party. He tells her no, and then she asks if Chucky were there. She explains that Oliver didn't die in the fire, but was stabbed to death before. Lexi's parents show that they're upset for Lexi throwing the party and blame her for Caroline's condition. We get a POV from Chucky peeking around the corner and hear the lingering sound of his breath. In the middle of an argument between Logan and Michelle, which is Junior's father and Lexi's mother, Detective Smith reveals that Oliver was stabbed to death and their children have to be brought in for questioning. Lexi comes back to Jake and hopes to stop Chucky together. They choose to go back to Lexi's home to see if Chucky's still there. Meanwhile, at the hospital, Junior is about to be put under so they can insert a camera down his throat to search for internal lung damage. On his own, Devin researched Chucky good guy doll Homicide, which shows results for the urban legend of Charles Lee Ray, his known accomplice Tiffany Valentine, and that Nika Pierce escaped the psychiatric hospital. Back to Chucky's backstory. He was placed in a boy's home after the murder of his parents. Now a teen, Chucky takes the younger boys into the woods and shows them the dead body of the custodian from the orphanage. Two of the three kids run away in terror as one stays and Chucky just laughs. Back at the house, Lexi is in awe at the damage from the fire. The two grab weapons and continue their search for Chucky. Lexi reminds Jake that this is all of his fault and that he's not nice, questioning how he could be so extreme as to want to kill her. In frustration of their argument, he approaches Lexi, causing her to back up and fall through the railing before he catches her. We see the silhouette of Chucky as he now knows that they're in the house. Downstairs, he laughs and comes into the light to show that half of his face has melted, the plastic slouched down on one side with a repulsive burnt skin surrounding his bloodshot eye. 
He tells Jake to just let go and to drop Lexi, trying to convince him that the world would be better without her. Jake refuses to be like Chucky and pulls her up as Chucky attempts to stab at her feet. Jake gets her to the floor and a police officer steps inside, just in time for Chucky to play doll. The cop sees it and grabs it to take back to Caroline at the hospital. The officer takes the doll inside while Lexi and Jake are stuck in the back seat. Detective Smith lets them out, but only so she can question Jake. Lexi runs inside after them. Waiting by Caroline's bedside, Chucky runs past the room in the hall. She runs into Devin and the two go back to his room to talk about what he discovered about Charles Lee Ray. While they're gone, Chucky impales the cop with a knife, hitting his spinal cord and paralyzing him. The grotesque Chucky then stabs the cop repeatedly in the chest with syringes, causing him to bleed out of his eyes, his nose, his ears, and then even under his fingernails. In another flashback to Chucky's teen years, Chucky gives the dismembered hand of the custodian to the kid who chose to stay and stare at the body with him. We find out that the kid's name is Eddie Caputo, who was the one who sold Charles out in the original Child's Play, causing him to be chased and shot by Detective Mike and then transfer his body into the good guy doll. Back in present day, Devin discusses the urban legend of Charles Lee Ray, how he became the strangler and the story of the evil good guy doll killer. Lexi confirms that it's all true and that they're in grave danger. Detective Smith is interrogating Jake, placing the blame on him for his dad's death, Oliver's murder, and the house fire. Chucky unplugs Caroline's medical equipment, interrupting the interrogation. The medical ex experts rush in and find that the machine is unplugged, but also blood spreads amongst the floor and the cop's body is discovered. Jake sees Chucky sitting on the countertop. Look up. Jake nudges Lexi and Devin looks as well as Chucky's mutilated face lets out a smile and flicks off the teens. The episode ends there. A couple of references for the episode include the hospital setting, meant to be reminiscent of the similar setting of Halloween 2. Another is the ball rolling down the hall like scenes of The Shining, which this was the second reference to The Shining in the series so far. I didn't realize until after this episode that Lexi's dad, Nathan, is played by Michael Theriot, who has also played Dr. Foley in The Cult of Chucky. Some of my thoughts about this episode, Jake wanting to be better, he appears to be on the side of the good guys again. He's realized he was wrong for wanting to kill Lexi and wants to stop Chucky, but even in this episode, his emotions got the best of him. Will he be swayed by Chucky and try to kill again? Lexi joined Jake to find Chucky, which I called when I discussed the third episode. Their dynamic is changing as she even thanked Jake for catching her and not letting her go. With Devin also seeing Chucky move and knowing his origin, I assume the three of them will be more like a team moving forward. Detective Smith has been so accusational but nothing to go on. She has no proof of anything besides Jake being connected to the victims, though multiple times he wasn't even there. Her character seems to just be an outside pressure. At this point, she has no clue about Chucky being alive or that it's Charles Lee Ray in the doll's body. She's just focused on Jake and more than likely will create more barriers in the upcoming episodes. Lastly, Chucky has another appearance change, kind of a throwback to his bride or seed look. There was the burnt Chucky in the first Child's Play and also the tormented Chucky head that Andy had in his possession in Cult of Chucky. I prefer this one to all of them. I think it's the scariest slash most grotesque act of Chucky we've seen. There was also the melted Chucky in Child's Play 2, but that one really couldn't do much as this one is running around and creeping around. That also raises the question, was Chucky at the hospital whenever we heard the breathing and saw his POV and then he followed them back home? Or was there a second Chucky that is actually in this mix that we just don't know about yet, as we saw on Cult of Chucky? Spoilers. I like that we now have a team to root for. It seems like their characters are coming full circle and will be able to function better moving forward. Tiffany and Nika's characters should be returning soon and will more than likely also get to see Andy and Kyle as well. 
I hope we learn more about the cliffhanger of Cult of Chucky and see some different Chucky dolls come into play. What do you think of the series so far? Send me a message, follow me on Instagram at, at Horror is Home, and like the Horror is Home Facebook page. I'm going to switch it up here soon and do less slasher film-themed episodes, talk about more supernatural, zombie, or psychological horror films. I love many subgenres of horror, but all of the consecutive slasher topics have been just a coincidence. Let me know what movies you'd love to hear about. Until next time, my name's Tyler, and thanks for listening.